We're having a baby this week. We we spent the past 20 years or so doing whatever we wanted after college, and life's about to change dramatically. And it's been making us think about how self-centered our lives have been. I'm in my 40s. And I'm in my 50s. We're Ted and Catherine, and this is Parents After 40. I was a television executive producer for 20 years, and now I'm a public speaking and media coach. And I've worked in healthcare technology for about 20 years. I built my own company, and I wanted to build a family. But Ted had cancer, and we knew having a baby would be tough. But not this tough, my friend. Come along as we figure out how to be parents after 40. So this episode of our podcast is reflections on a selfish life or a self-centered life. It's not all bad. It's just what it was. That's just, we didn't have kids. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do. I mean, my, my early twenties were chaotic. My mid twenties, I I got my act together and, and I wanted to be self-sufficient. I wanted to make money. I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do. And, and, um, you know, I didn't think about having a kid. Right. So it's not that we were bad people at all. We just could afford to be very self-centered. Uh, we could afford to be, you know, have kind of a, a very selfish lives. Um, I look back at my 20s and 30s and I could take trips last minute if I wanted to with friends. I um, always took the opportunity for last minute concert tickets. You know, I was in TV. So like things would just come up like front row to something, hockey games, box seats to any sport, no matter where I lived across the country, basketball playoffs, whenever tickets became available, I just jumped. The random dinners, long nights out that were supposed to be a drink, and then they would end up to be, you know, an all night, you know, you're out with your friends till 2 a.m. And then- Wow, I mean, I thought this was about like- a self-centered life, but like you had some pretty, I don't know if I would have a kid if I had your life. It sounds like some awesome shit. I didn't get front row seats to anything. I was lucky to get into places, let alone being invited for free, but you know. Being a girl is different. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) And then, you know, your weekends, like not in the last like seven or eight years, but there was a time when tanning was still okay or we didn't really know how bad it was. But my Saturdays were just literally like gym tan laundry. And then you go out at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Like the whole day is about you getting ready to go out. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch Jersey Shore, but I, I didn't watch it either. But like um, it was just the day. I went out a lot, though. Yeah, you did. Didn't shower. So <laughs> why shower? I thought I was like, why shower if you're going to get all uh, stupid drunk anyway, right? Just stay dirty. I guess so. Anyway, that was girl spent, you know, two hours getting ready to go out on a Saturday night. And guys would just throw on, you know, a long sleeve shirt and their jeans from three days ago. You're supposed to shower after you get home. You don't (laughs) shower before you go out. A lot of dirty people out there. I would have never made it to the shower after I got home. So, um, and then Sundays. Think about the Sundays. I, you know, we both, you know, worked jobs that we had to work a lot. Um, So think about Sundays, you know. 
I didn't have kids staring at me wondering why mommy was working. So I worked all day Sundays if I felt like it. I wanted to be ready for Monday. And that is going to change dramatically. Absolutely. And I still do that. You know, you and I will open up our laptops after, you know, you go to the gym the, on Sunday morning. And we work all it's day Sunday. It's just what it is. I think I was, I was working out of a home office um, in 2000. So this is, this is literally 20 years ago almost that I was working out of a home office. So work permeated everything I did. And, and to be honest with you, I was, I was very fearful about success or being successful. I wasn't scared of being successful. I was scared of being a dismal failure. So I let work permeate, um, you know, my entire, entire life. And, you know, between the working and, and, and friends, I, there was no, nothing else to do. Right. And so Sundays, and that's really interesting that you say that, Ted, actually, because I remember how lonely Sundays were, you know, when you're single, Sundays are pretty lo- I felt Sundays were lonely. So I filled it with work and I didn't ha- probably have to work all day Sunday. But, you know, we talk about the selfish, self-centered life, but it's also very lonely life. It, you know, yeah, maybe not to you. I saw your look right now. But, um, you know, even when you're dating someone and you're not married, it can be lonely because, you know, those days like Sunday are those unstructured days that I found just structuring them with work. I sometimes yeah. would go into the yeah. newsroom. No, or, I understand. You know. I understand. I mean, I had a different life. I I wasn't a big bar guy after I stopped drinking. Obviously, I had another different network of friends. I did other things, but um, but it was still you know just about me um, mm-hmm. and about my success and about my specific needs, right? Yeah. Well, I found that Sundays were very lonely and personally, and so I would work. And then, of course, you know, I always had some kind of volunteer thing, some kind of charity thing I always did, no matter where, what city I lived in across the country. But the point is, I've always done whatever I wanted to do whenever I wanted to do it. And that is about to change in the next literally two days. 48 hours. 48 hours. So we got to live it up. We got two days. <laughs> right. Um, it, and, you know... This didn't really set in until this week or the last yeah. two weeks, yep. right? I mean, we were, well, you can talk about it. Yeah, it's, it was a three years of, uh, of doctors, shots, high hopes, sadness, and focus on trying to get uh, you know, a healthy baby. And I did not allow myself to really think about the after delivery or even the delivery until the last couple of weeks because we were so busy spending so much time shooting up, you know, me shooting up drugs for IVF, just trying to get eggs out, get them fertilized. Then the next step was getting pregnant. And then the next step was just staying pregnant. And then, you know, for us starting over three times and as the weeks and days got closer to this week, 40 weeks of pregnancy, I literally just started realizing how much our lives would change because I never allowed myself to think about the after because I was too nervous. If I got 100% in, if I got super positive that this was going to happen, if I started ripping off, you know, throwing away receipts and, and cutting off clothing, you know, tags and taking diapers out of the packages. And I was so afraid that what if this didn't happen? To be honest with you, our last doctor's appointment when they said, well, we're going to set, if you don't have the baby, we need to set up an appointment to be induced. I'm like, I guess we're, I guess we're actually going to do this, right? I, uh, I don't um you know i don't uh, ever count my chickens until they're you know about five years old right <laughs> so 
So we we know that we're going to be induced in the next two days, and we know that this baby's coming, and she's very very healthy. And so now we can really we, it's been really hitting us, and you know let's go back to just even this selfish thing. You know tomorrow I'm going to put on one of those out of office emails, and I've never done that. Uh, I've never done it. I, I work for myself, so I never want to lose an opportunity for you know for business. And then even before I started my company. For those 20 years in television, I never wanted to miss anything. I didn't want anyone to think that I missed anything, being super type A, um, super perfectionist. So I always worked through every vacation, definitely through my weekends. But for the first time in my life, I have a new priority. And so starting tomorrow, I want to be focused on the fact that I got to go into labor. I'm going to have this baby and I need to shut that down for a little bit. And if I do lose an opportunity, I lose an opportunity, but I can't have this time back. And so many women have told me that. Oh yeah. You know, I, I, since I run a team, I never put the out of office on because probably two hours, even when I'm on vacation, two hours a day, I'm keeping ahead. And, and two, for me, it's, it's about also about, you know, faith in my team. Um, they're trained, they can get the job done. And, um, and it's really, it's for me too, personally, I, I like what I do. I loved work just like you do. And so it wasn't a chore. And so it's going to have to be a real balance between, taking care of the kid and and working and and making sure that I spend the time appropriately, right? And and let the team do what they need to do because they don't need my help in a lot of things. And that's how I grow those teams. Yeah. And you you will go back, you know, you have a 10 hour a day job um, and then you work, you do find time in your weekends to work. You have, you know, you found you have to. Um, For me, uh, being the mom and also owning my own business so I don't have to, like, you have to, you know, be on it 7 or 8 a.m. every morning, you know, when you're done spending a week or so off with me. But um, I need to personally get much smarter so I don't have to. Because right now it's like I could, of course, I, you know, I sit there on my computer for 12 hours a day and you find stuff that you have to do, right? Quote, mm-hmm. unquote, have mm-hmm. to do. But my... I. Th- I pr- promised myself just to get super smarter with my time. Um, so all of that is why <laughs> it was interesting. We, we went out to dinner at 36 and a half weeks. And I will never forget, we were at a good restaurant in our neighborhood here in Chicago. And I looked across the table at Ted and I just stopped. And I was thinking about how different our life would be in three weeks. That, it, you know, going out, just the, the practice of going out to dinner would take so much more energy with finding a sitter, et cetera. And we're not going to want to even find a sitter for a very long time. I'm sure. I mean, very long. I don't know if that's weeks, it's months. I don't know. Every mom and dad the is awesome very different. The awesome thing is, I have no idea. <laughs> right. Two weeks, three weeks, three years. We have Maybe no I'll idea. take the baby with me. Maybe I'll be like that dad that's like, I'm taking my baby. Or like, what? The ba- babies aren't allowed here? I'm Let's calling, change those rules. I'm calling Lori Lightfoot. I'm getting this changed. Who's the new mayor of Chicago, or she will be the new mayor of Chicago soon. But I, yes, we have no clue what it's going to look like. You know, a lot of people co- jump on social media and tell me, you know, don't forget your date nights. And my parents were big on their date nights. And I get it. But like, I don't know what 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 week that's going to be, you know, that we're going to feel comfortable with walking out the door without our child. And we are, we're lucky enough that there's a lot of great neighborhoods in Chicago where people do bring their kids to restaurants, um, you know, maybe not at 
dinner per se, but like I see it a lot at breakfast and lunch. So we're going to be those people. But yeah. um, that was 36 and a half weeks. I really like, I, that's when it hit. That's when it hit. And then at 39 weeks, which we're just getting through, uh, I love the fact that it was a Saturday morning and Ted, you know, was online and he said, hey, there's tickets tonight. Uh, I can get tickets to the sold out show at Chicago Theater. It's going to be Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz, who are very famous comedy improv guys and uh, writers and actors. And they're incredible. And he's like, want to go? And at first I was like... I'm in so much pain because I'm 39 and a half weeks. My there's like literally muscles that have now kind of split in my stomach. So my my stomach hurts. It's really hard for me to walk. I'm still walking, of course, and lunging mm-hmm. and squatting, mm-hmm. but it's uncomfortable for me, especially at eight o'clock at night. Like mornings are good right now. But eight o'clock at night, like I walk like a 90 year old. Oh, I, would, I know. I it's mean, gross. I mean, I have a sympathy stomach. So I mean, I'm feeling <laughs> the same thing. I mean, it's. It's been rough on me too. I can't walk anymore. Stop My it. My stomach hurts. I mean, you're uh, fine. But I'm glad you found them, and you're like, we let's go, or do you want to go? And at first, my brain went to God. I no really planning. like to be on the couch right? tonight. Yeah, no, no planning. planning. And I guess what they tell me is you have to plan things when you have a child. Right, a lot of planning, a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. So even though I was in pain. I said we had to do it because because when are, when is the next time we're going to be able to just decide on a Saturday? And I'm saying this because parents, I'm sure if you're a parent out there, you're listening, you're going, yeah, you got to you know plan a babysitter maybe weeks in advance, days in advance. I don't know what. Well, it's the funny like. thing too is like I'm keenly aware now, and we ask people like, how old's that baby? What's that baby doing? Three months, six months, nine months? I have no idea like what a matter. I took child and adolescent, you know psychology about 25 years ago but i don't have any idea you know when they start talking when they start smoking cigarettes outside (laughs) in the basement or when when they run away from home i mean i don't know when they're going to do these things and i just uh you know it's it's very up in the air about planning um my time because that's what i've done my whole life yeah, and your selfish life and my self-centered life is going is over in about 48 hours. And we're so excited about that. We are so excited about that, but it was it's something to just new things. Yes, it's I've settling down. I've done this self-centered Ted thing. Right. I got it down. Right. We made a decision and this isn't for everyone. We but we made a decision where we're like we we want to have kids, and and if um, and if we can't have kids, we want to do something along those lines, whether it's adoption, whether it's start a some sort of a something for children, and you know it's not for everybody. We realize that um, for sure. I know tons of a couple of my friends don't have kids, don't want kids, but we this was really important to us. It was, and it is, and we're excited that it's going to come to fruition in about forty-eight hours. This podcast is all about the journey, the journey of becoming parents after 40. This is not a podcast where we're giving advice, but this is just what we're going through as we're going through it. Stick with us along the journey and please share us with a friend who may think that we are a little helpful or just entertaining. You could follow us on iTunes, Instagram, or Facebook. Listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good night.